0: hello hello oh my goodness welcome back to coffee stained edu podcast it feels like it's been forever since i've recorded Um, my last recording was in december so i guess it has been a minute (laughs) that was episode 15 school leader interview tips and um just want to say thank you to all my listeners to all my followers and uh, thank you for all the feedback that i've received Thus far, for all the episodes, I know it's been a minute. You know, work life, Christmas, just birthdays, just everything, um, just really came rushing in. So I had to chill for a minute, but I'm back now, and I am coming to you with episode 16. Hope you guys are doing well. I will share all our um, contact information at the end of the episode as usual. I will also wrap it up with a challenge. So hope you guys are good. Again, thank you for listening. Thank you for being loyal. Thank you for being great followers. And just thank you for the great feedback and support that I have received so far from from all you guys. (laughs) Um, So let's jump right in it. Episode 16 is going to be all about proactive versus reactive leadership. And I think that is a big, big, big one. And again, like I usually say in all my episodes, I try to share information. I try to cover topics that anybody can benefit from. Anyone in any field, in any capacity, no matter your age, you can benefit from the information that I share. Yes, I lean more towards leadership. I'm sorry, more. I lean more towards education because that is the field I am currently in, but I am a career changer. Yes, I have a life outside of my job, so I try to make my content relatable to all. So let's jump right in it. So I'm gonna go over what is a proactive leadership or just proactive thinking? Um, what is reactive thinking? How does it affect your team? And I am going to also talk about how you can shift from being reactive to being proactive. And then I'll wrap it up with a challenge like I usually do. So let's get right into it. So just to cover some basics on what reactive means. It basically is waiting for a problem to happen and then reacting impulsively or emotionally. Um, proactive is basically try, you know planning ahead and, tr- and foreseeing that a possible issue can occur and being prepared to handle it in a productive way so that 's how i 'm going to explain both of those in a nutshell <laughs> and we'll we 'll dive in a little bit more as the episode progresses so we 'll go into why did I pick this topic you know I tried to always make it relatable to me, my personal life, and you know to draw my audience in. So as you guys are aware, I am an assistant principal. This is my second year in. And again, my podcast, my topics are very raw, very authentic. You, I don't edit, so you're going to get me. You're going to get the errors. I also say typos, but obviously not typos because you're listening to me. <laughs> but you're going to get me in the raw, very authentic, straightforward. I might make mistakes with the way I say something or whatever, but it's, I, I don't like to edit my stuff. I want it to be real. I want you to understand that I am human and um, hopefully you would appreciate that. So I, I get my topics from the audience. I get my topics from my daily life. The experiences that I um, go through, uh, things that I speak to, speak with speak about with my friends, my coworkers, etc. right? And, um, you know, as a, as a school leader, we we come across a lot of situations. And then every day, um, no two days are the same. And I think that's that's one of the reasons why I love my job so much, too. No, no two days are the same. And, um, you know, sometimes you might think that's hard to, it's hard to be proactive in a situation like that because how are you going to handle it, Right. But, I think it's all about your mindset. I think it's all about um, how you you just think and move and and how you set the tone for yourself on how you're gonna handle situations because you need to accept things are gonna happen. You also need to accept that because you know already that no two days are the same that there's you might encounter a situation that you didn't encounter before right It's all about how you approach that situation and it's it's important to you know while you might not be able to foresee. um, a specific situation, situation from happening, I mean, happening, but you can know, be prepared that, hey, things might happen. How am I going to approach it? Am I going to be impulsive? Am I going to allow my emotions to get the best of me? Am I going to think with my emotions and not with my brain, you know, with my heart, not with my brain? Am I going to be logical about this? Am I going to allow my personal experiences to interfere, my personal experiences, sorry, to interfere with my, my professional, um, demeanor or my approach to the situation right and again this could be whatever you can deal with you we have to be reactive we have to not we have to be reactive we have to choose a proactive mindset no matter what we're dealing with whether it's our job whether it's our um, home life whether it's relationships whether it's you know intimate relationships friendships with our children we have to try to shift our mindset to a a proactive approach instead of a reactive because it can be very damaging, right? So let's go into the effect. So let me backtrack a little bit why I decided on this topic because I I come across so many situations and problems and um, issues at work and I have to decide how am I going to react? How am I going to handle this? Am I going to be reactive? Am I just going to sit here and wait for something to happen and just... Have an outburst am i going to be impulsive emotionally handle it very unprofessional or am i going to come in with a proactive mindset and and set set it up to where i can think proactively and i have created this lifestyle where i can have a proactive approach to to life to work right so let's talk about how if we, if we do have a proactive, I mean, a reactive way of thinking and a way a reactive way of leading um, or just maneuvering, right? How can that affect us? How can that affect our leadership and how can it affect our team? Again, wh- whatever job you have, you can apply this or whatever role you play, you can apply this, right? So being reactive is definitely going to cause a division and isolation with your team, with your family, with your friends. There's going to be a division. There's going to be a wedge between you guys because there's going to be a lot of issues, fights, arguments, um, issues that are not resolved because of that reactive approach. Um, Being impulsive and emotional and reacting just based on what you're feeling or going through at that moment is not really an effective way to handle a situation or to resolve or to Pinpoint what the issue is to avoid it from happening again, right? So this is going to cause divisions It's going to cause issues and wedges with you between you and your family or between you and your team and eventually it's going to cause isolation, right? You, your friends might not want to talk to anybody. They might cut you off You might cut them off depending on you know the situation if, if it's at work there's going to be there's going to be um co-workers or colleagues, um, employees that are going to choose to work in isolation and, and not work in a team. And depending on what kind of job you have, that can really be damaging to your business. That can re- really be damaging to your community, right? So you have to be mindful that that reactive approach is not a healthy approach. It's also going to cause chaos, right? Because if you have a lot of unresolved issues and problems within your your organization, or within your family, right? It's going to cause chaos because there's going to be a lot of unresolved problems. People are going to be upset. They're going to have some type of feelings, bitter. Um, there's going to be some tension. Um, if it's a romantic relationship, you know that that person can love you less, right? It, it can be where you know they start um, distancing themselves from you because they're not. They don't they're not being they're not liking the energy that you're giving them based on how you're being so reactive and so emotional and it's not really showing intelligence when you are choosing to be reactive instead of trying to change those behaviors and, and move forward in, in a healthy way it can cause tons of anxiety burnout stress and, and distrust between all parties involved you know teachers are constantly constantly Complaining about burnout and stress, and and um, just not feeling supported by administration, right? In, in general, it's just worldwide, right? Based on things I've seen on social media, based on friends I've spoken to, um, it's just a very common thing. And you know, having conversations with teachers and um, across the globe, a lot of it is um, a lot of it's based off how administration handles things right and now me being in an administration position I you know I have an advantage um, and I feel like all administration has that advantage until they choose not to have that advantage and they choose to forget where they come from and they choose to forget that they were in the classroom and they choose to forget that they should try to be the leader they didn't have or be the leader that inspired them inspire them to be an administrator, right? Um, It causes a lot of stress and burnout when your administrator is not, is really, is really being reactive, is really being impulsive in their emotions, in their decisions, they're being more of a boss than a leader, right? We know what that is. They're just like, just telling you and pointing fingers and just demanding things from you and not really or or putting blame on you when things don't happen the way they they want them to happen and that like I said causes burnout stress anxiety and then you you know those teachers lose trust in their administration these teachers are um, do not do not they're not effective in their instructional practices they choose to leave the school at the end of school year right and again this happens in, in any job you can work anywhere and this can happen A reactive response is not a healthy one, and thus definitely causes a lot of issues and problems for for everyone. So that is obviously a lot of negative things, right, from a reactive a reactive mindset. Those are the effects of a reactive mindset, right? Um, So let's talk a little bit about how an effective how sorry? How effective a proactive mindset can be on your team, on your family, on any on any relationship you may hold. And then after that, we'll go into how you can shift from reactive. Because sometimes, you know, like we we have to accept that okay, we are being reactive. It's not healthy. It is a problem. And that's that's the first thing, right? Acknowledging that you are you do have a re, a reactive approach to situations and 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 wanting to change and be proactive, right? that's also important because you can acknowledge that you're being reactive, but if you're not acknowledging that you, that you need to change, that it's not okay. And it's being, and it's damaging to relationships and, um, the role you play, then, you know, there's no is going to happen. So accepting and realizing that is, is definitely one of those first steps and you have to be, um, You have to accept that in order to accept that there needs to be a change in order for you to actually make that change right it's going to take time it's going to take um effort consistency time and just um it's going to be a journey so what effects can a proactive mindset have on your team we know, again, I'm going to talk from a, school, from a school perspective. Collaboration is key in a school environment, right? It, it builds strength. It builds a sense of community. And that is needed because like we know, and like I always say, it takes a village to raise our kids. And, we, and, and in a school, we are, um, we are a team. We are a system. We should be working together and collaborating. And having that type of um, mindset, preparing to handle things in a productive way and, and accepting like things might happen. But knowing how to handle it in, in, a, in a healthy way, in a productive way is going to only is going to strengthen your team and is going to um, go into the direction of collaboration and working together to work on these problems. And you're not alone. Right. It's going to build those relationships. Definitely build those relationships. It's also going to is also going to help build a, a sense of security and safety. Right. Um, your your teachers should feel safe the staff should feel safe. Your family should feel safe. Your family should not always be on edge or worried or scared about how you're going to handle certain things. Your 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 team in school, at work, or any place you work should not feel like that. They shouldn't be walking on eggshells and scared that, oh my gosh, she's going to scream, or he's going to yell, or he's going to be upset, or oh, I'm going to get fired, or or he's coming in here to catch me doing something i are not supposed to be doing, right? Like a, like a gotcha moment. Um, it's it starts building up all these insecurities and doubts within your employee and it, or your partner or your child and it's it's not healthy for their emotional state their mental state right and therefore for their productivity because now they're, they're just going to be doubting everything they do and they're not going to give the best at what they're doing because they're already going to be expecting to be in trouble or that is not going to be good enough, right? So if we're having this proactive way of handling situations and, and having a plan in place, then we, we won't be so reactive and so impulsive and, 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 and respond emotionally and we'll be able to pro- provide the sense of security and safety to our team, our family, right? So there's a lot of obviously positives when it comes to being proactive and and as you heard there's a lot of negatives to being reactive right so we want to focus now on how do we shift from reactive mindset to a productive mindset right and i have a, a couple of tips and advice also some tools that you might want to use that i'll post on the, on the website as well so how to shift from a reactive mindset to a proactive mindset right we have to focus on communication we have to focus on communication we have to focus I'm sorry <laughs> I was just get, trying to get into our website um, communication um, plant setting meetings and being consistent with that right if we have if we're all on the same team with our we're, if we're all on the same page with our team, I'm sorry, then the communication is going to be effective. Everyone's going to know what's expected of them, right? And we're going to have plans in place for to, just in case something goes wrong or something goes bad. There's a plan A, plan B. Everyone's on board. Everyone's working together collaboratively to let to help the system right um, work and to continue moving in the right direction. So... Being consistent, having meetings, and, and expectations are clear from everyone on your um, expectations are clear for everyone on your team. It doesn't really leave, leave room for you to be reactive to situations, is when that, that communication becomes a little blurry or foggy, right? And not so clear to everyone on your team that's helping that system go and work and function is when those reactive reactions, <laughs> those reactive reactions come in play, right? So it's important that we plan. We have a plan and a schedule, right? I found this cool—it's um, the Eisenhower, the Eisenhower Matrix. Okay. It's also referred to as the urgent important matrix. It helps you, it helps you decide on and prioritize tasks by urgency and importance. So I'm going to add that also to the website. There's a there's a YouTube video on how you actually use it. It helps you manage your time and to um, imagine um, to manage your task and to decide if it's something you could delegate or not delegate. Right, and first part is to do first you first focus on important tasks to be done that same day then you schedule important they're not so important not so urgent stuff that can be scheduled for a, n- a later day right then you focus on delegate what what can what is less important what can you delegate to others to do and then number 4 is don't do what what's neither in urgent nor important don't do at all right so there's four different boxes and those are the areas so i'm going to share that i think that's a cool tool to use to help you how to shift from reactive to proactive because it's 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 a, it's a lot it's a lot about time and it's a lot about um, making time for everything that you have in your life and prioritizing is scheduling scheduling. Once you do that, you're able to then get into a place where you are being proactive and you're not being reactive. Okay. You want to admit that you don't know everything that you need your team. It takes a team to to do this and to work together to make things happen. Okay. You need to also accept that you don't know everything. And you need to acknowledge that. Apologize when you make a mistake. It's okay. This is going to show that you're human. This is going to help your team trust you and accept that, hey, he or she accepts that they're not perfect. They're learning. They're acknowledging that they're human and they're going to shift that little that, that, that thought of not trusting or respecting or being worried or being doubtful of you and shift and say, hey, they're trying to figure it out. They're learning too. They made a mistake being you know, reactive. They're trying to shift that. And it's going to help build morale, right? You want to say thank you. You want to acknowledge your team and you also want to accept and let them know that you know, hey, I'm not perfect. I don't know everything. I'm learning and growing just like you are, okay? We need to learn from our, from our mistakes of being reactive, We can continue that same pattern and expect different results. If we are planning ahead, like I said, I'm going to share that Eisenhower matrix. I'm going to share a few articles and tips and advice on how you could shift from reactive to proactive. But I think it's very important that your team knows that if you, you were reactive, that you're not going to be that leader anymore because it is hard sometimes to shift your, your team's mindset, right? They already have this vision of you. They already have this perspective of you. So you want, you need, you're going to need to put in a lot of effort in order to show them that you are really trying to change and grow. And it's okay if that's the leader you've been, if that's the teacher you've been, if that's the parent you've been, if that's the partner you've been. Change is always possible as long as you want to put that effort in and you realize that a change needs to take place. Okay? So... I'm going to wrap it up there. Uh, I think this was a real good one. I feel a little, you know, a little rusty because I haven't done one in a while, which is cool. All good, right? But I am going to... Um, try to be a little bit more consistent with this, and I apologize for such for for the long wait. And I hope that this one was a, was helpful for you. That it was a topic that you wanted to hear about. Again, I'm always open to topics. I'm always open to suggestions. I am learning and growing, just like you guys are. And I I'm receptive and I embrace all feedback. So again, thank you. For listening, I'm wrapping this up. Like I say in all the other episodes, I like to keep my episodes um, under 25 minutes. Sometimes like a little over because I get all up in it and I'd be passionate about the 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 topic. But um, I try to keep it um under 25 so that you can listen to it while you're working, while you're cooking, while you're working out, while you're shopping, you know, and you can pull important information out my goal is for you to at least pull one or two things that you find helpful for you so my goal for you my challenge for you this this topic this episode is to use the eyes and how matrix and see how you can schedule and plan the things that happen in your life and that can help you um, which which this can help you hopefully be more proactive and not reactive and waiting for things to happen. So if you use this, the goal is that it should help you able to sort out less urgent and important tasks so that you have a little bit more, um, more you have a handle on what's going on. Okay. So that is my challenge for you this, this week. Sorry, this topic, this episode, and our website is coffeestains.org. Again, our website is coffee stains.org. Our Instagram is coffee stains underscore EDU. Coffee stains underscore EDU. You can find us on Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and also I post the Episodes on our website. Again, so that's coffee at o-r-g is the website, coffee stains underscore edu is our Instagram. And if you wanted to email me, Geneva Rodriguez 30 at gmail.com. All right, so thank you, thank you again, and it's a wrap.